Welcome to the Michelle and Lucy show. We're sola dietitians who are breaking out of the typical nutrition talk to have raw and honest conversations, hoping to inspire you to step into your most authentic and empowered self in mind, body, and soul. We hope every conversation leaves you feeling more connected to your truest self so that you can begin to embody the best version of you starting today. Welcome back to the Michelle and Lucy show. Wonderful listeners. Michelle and I are here and today we're going to bring you a mini episode on practices that we both like and practice ourselves. <laughs> I'm assuming regularly. I don't know. Um, we'll see what, what pops up, but like practices to connect with yourself, favorite mm. practices to connect with yourself. Does that sound about right? Yes. I feel like that's describes it pretty well, like tools. Like we want to offer you guys, um, an, a look inside of how we do this on a regular basis. So yeah, tools to stay connected with yourself and, you know, in order to be your best self and mind, body, and soul. <laughs> but before we dive into our practices, Michelle and I want to give a shout out to a listener who wrote in a review talking about soul polls because our segment is listening to your, to your truths um, and acting on it and honoring your, honor your inner truth with courage. So Michelle, what do you have for us today? Yes, I'm so excited to share this review from one of my former clients, Trish. She's amazing. She says that she is incredibly grateful. I followed a soul pull, as Michelle has said, and subscribed to this podcast. This podcast is exactly what I need to help me on my journey. Real, raw, and compassionate conversations on nutrition and mindfulness. This has been the best soul food to start 2021 with. So awesome. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. Thank you, Trish, for writing in. Super nice. And I just want to say thank thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For all the people who've like reached out to us to say that they enjoy the podcast. Like we just really appreciate you and we would love to again, feature you on here. So keep it up. We appreciate it. (laughs) Yes. Before we jump in, I was thinking about this, Michelle, because you use connection a lot. Like I know that in your, like, it's a big part of your programs. And I know you talk about it a lot and you have a program called Connected and Courageous. And yes. so before we dive in, I just wanted to like, ask you what your definition of connected is and like, why you think it's important. Cause like, I feel like if someone's listening, they probably realize, but like, I don't know, what does connection mm-hmm. mean to you? Yes. I, I just felt like excited when you asked me that. <laughs> um, I felt connected to my excitement. Um, yeah, no connection to me. I like it. It means I feel like a combination of being in tune with yourself, with your physical self, with your emotions, with your feelings, things like that. So like kind of really mind, body, and soul. And when I think of it, it's, um, a, like almost like a cross between being in tune, mindfulness slash self-awareness, kind of like, so I feel like a lot of people have heard of like mindfulness before, um, and maybe even self-awareness now is a term I feel like, um, that we're using more and more. So mm-hmm. when I say connected, it's kind of like this awareness of your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, um, also your, you know, your physical feeling. So your hunger, fullness, just in tune, um, Mm -hmm. with your mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. And I think that I like that you brought up the word mindfulness. Cause I feel like sometimes it feels just like a buzzword. Like there's no purpose to it, if that makes sense, but like connection, I feel mm. like mindfulness is a tool for connection. If that makes sense, where it's like, hundred percent connect with like what's going on in your internal world. And one thing I would love to add to that, cause just mic drop on all of that. Like it's so like, I love the connection just to like your physical, like mental, emotional, spiritual well-being. but also I like thinking about like your connection to purpose. Cause I think like your own soul purpose. I think sometimes, I don't know, for me, I need to know like why I do things. Like I need to know why I'm like meditating. I need to know why I'm going to go like move my body. And so there's like, to me, having a connection to like my purpose is also, it serves me very well. So I want to add that. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Connected connection to any of those things, even like the stories, like your limiting beliefs, like all that stuff, like being connected to just anything like we all mentioned. So absolutely purpose being one of them. Totally. Let's jump in though. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to hear what's like the first tool, Lucy, that comes to mind that you use on the regular to stay connected. Mm. So my top tool it's because it's in the heavy rotation right now is tapping. I feel like you knew. I I was like, if she says anything but tapping, I just don't even know what to say. (laughs) I don't even know her if she doesn't say tapping. That's so funny. I literally, because I have a, like a long commute for my job right now, I, um, tap for like an hour to two hours on the days that I drive (laughs) into my nursing home. And it's so lovely. I can't even tell you, but for anybody who doesn't know what tapping is, I have one connotation in my head, which is EFT, which is what I'm talking about. But when I say this, sometimes people think I'm talking about tap dancing, dancing, (laughs) which which could, maybe that is a good way for some, I don't know. I believe it connected to your physical body. (laughs) It would be like, I'm sure if someone does tap dancing, please tell us because I think that's amazing. Um, but tapping is like what I call tapping is emotional freedom technique It's called tapping because you're tapping on meridian points on your body, which is basically like where there are, um, it's like energy centers. So imagine if you took like acupuncture without the needles. So you just like tap on different points on your face and on your hand. Um, and it helps your body release stress while holding a stressful thought. And like the reason that I find this really helpful is a, it's like physiologically stress relief is happening in your body. So we love that. But also you say a script, like you say words while you tap and it's a wonderful way to redefine your thoughts or just a identify what you're feeling because a lot of connection really is just tuning into like, what are you feeling? And honestly, for me, I, that's something I still work on is like, how do I feel today? Because I'll have markers like, Oh, I do this when I'm stressed. Am I stressed? Let's tune in. You know, <laughs> like I literally did, like I literally tapped on that today. Um, so it's a really great tool to just kind of release the emotional hold that stories, limiting beliefs and stuff like that hold on us. So that's like my mm. top one. Yes. I love that. So getting connected to your stories and also releasing that, mm-hmm. um, releasing some of that energy. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I second tapping. Thank you. And I'll say one last thing about it is, um, for clients that I have, like the first thing that usually pops up in my head for connection is like meditation, but there's a lot of barriers for some people. Like if you've never like tried that before, it feels really daunting. So I like tapping because it's, it feels like meditation almost, but like you're actively like still engaged and you're not like having to sit there with your thoughts, which can feel overwhelming at times. Totally. I love that. I, I say that too, to clients. Um, it's still an appointment with the soul when you tap, because you have to be, get connected to yourself, to 
you know, a piece, a valuable piece of yourself. Whereas meditation, you're getting connected. Some might say to like your higher self and just getting quiet. And for those of us who struggle with meditation or figuring out what a practice looks like, I think tapping is a great way to, um, still get connected, um, Mm -hmm. in a different way. So I love that you bring that up. Yeah. Try tapping if that stuff intimidates you, but it's funny you say meditation because that's what I was going to say is, um, Mm. my go-to tool. And I just want to like, let anyone know that yes, meditation can sound super intimidating. When I say meditation guys, though, I literally, some days it means just like closing my eyes and doing what I guess I would call like breath work and just taking a couple deep breaths just sitting in silence, you know, maybe some meditation experts might not even consider what I'm doing as meditation, but like even just sitting down with your eyes closed, you know, in a sacred space or like alone can be super valuable. Um, and just as a, I, I love using that as a tool to get connected and you could do that anywhere. Um, you know, even if you're traveling or at a friend's, you can remove yourself go in the bathroom, do it on the toilet. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? So I think for me, mm-hmm. and you see me, sometimes I talk and I like close my eyes to like focus. So yeah, just closing my eyes, I feel like is it one <laughs> eye closure is my connection tool. No, but really <laughs> that and like deep breaths. And then of course, like on a deeper level, yes, meditation or like a more advanced part of that would be you know, like trying or getting into more of an actual meditative state. But yeah, I think that's my go-to. Ooh, I love this. Well, I want to just like, I don't know. I want to acknowledge that I feel like meditation can be anything. And I think that there's different styles. Like I've heard a lot of different styles of meditation, but I really think like what you were just describing, which is like maybe even just two minutes of closing your eyes and breathing and focusing or like, like counting your breath and stuff like that. I think that definitely qualifies as meditation, but there are different, like, sometimes you can get into like a practice and that's why, like, sometimes I forget when it's like a meditation practice, it's like literally something you practice, like to get better. And like, that's maybe when you sit down for like 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes or whatever, but like, it doesn't have to always look like that. So yeah, but I love that you mentioned that. And that is something that I've noticed you do. Like, I remember like when I was visiting you in person, which is so much fun. I I just remember I asked you a question. You're like, you're like, hold on, hold on. I like asked you like, what do you want to do? And you're like, hold on. You just, you close your eyes. Where do you want to eat? I have to close my, no, no, I really, I have to say, I started doing that probably as I like got more connected for like, like bigger things, I guess. Um, but it helps me. Like I'm distracted enough. You know how that yeah. man generally style is. So it's, it does, it is. but it's, oh, that's so fun. <laughs> well, I think I remember, my st- like, okay. Oh no, I was saying, I remember like thinking like, oh, okay. She's closing her eyes. And then, like, you actually said something like really, really like good. Like something like kind of like, I was like, oh, like that's a great answer. <laughs> so, oh my God. That's so, so funny. It was like worth it. Like I could see. You know? Yeah. No, it just helps me block stuff out. Oh my God. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> I don't even real, like I just do it and like, don't care if someone's like, what the hell are you doing? Um, yeah. but yeah, that, that helps me connect. Like see, mm-hmm. you've been in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> Um, I love it. Well, that's the thing. I think sometimes like it's easy to get on autopilot. Like I can't take the time to connect. And it literally can be taking like three extra seconds to close your eyes and tune in with yourself. So it can literally look like anything. 
I, guys, try that. You have nothing to lose and there's no excuse. <laughs> like try that in your next conversation. Um, yeah, I, I think another great easy one, Lucy, would be um, uh, getting connected to the physical body is when we ask ourselves a quantifying question. So like, hey, Lucy, if you were to rate your fullness right now on a scale of one to 10, mm. how full do you feel? Mm. And like immediately asking, getting asked that question, like you have to, your brain goes, okay, do, 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 like trying to put a number to it. Um, so it, I find that by the, by, you have to quickly then have a mind body connection. So that's mm-hmm. another tool. I think like question asking and also like the quantifying question, uh, if you were to rate something, what would it be? I think that's mm-hmm. a great way to, and it could even be, an emotional feeling, like on a scale of one to 10, how happy do you feel right now? Yeah. And it automatically to uh, like invites you to tune inwards, right? Like that. I think you could ask yourself those questions at any time of the day um, about anything either. Like also, I mean, so. I love that. That's I haven't even thought about that. I feel like I'm learning something new because it's something like I will ask my clients, which is like, if, if you were to rate yourself on, um, you know, scale from one to 10, but I also do that with tapping. Like, and like, if you I was going to say like, before and yeah. after, which I like forget, but like, it is such a great tool for connection. So I love that you mentioned that. And like one mindset frame that I was actually talking about with a client last night was um, like a beginner's mind. So like, if you were if you imagine you just were dropped into your body today and you were like, wow, like, what does it feel like to experience happiness? Or like, what is it, what is it like going into my experience today? Like, what does it feel like to experience hunger? And like asking those questions, like, oh, like, wow. Okay. Like as if like paying attention as if you were learning or experiencing something for the first time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I find that's helpful for connection. Um, oh, I was going to say something else. I also want to put out like journaling and um, like just some sort of like writing practice, just because I think that there's something magical about like connecting pen to paper. And I feel like people say it all the time, but like truly it's just something like, as I feel like I'm an overthinker and I know that there's a lot of people out there that identify with that also. (laughs) And it's one of those things, like when I write something down, I feel like it's okay to let out of my head space, if that makes sense. I'm like, oh, I got it on paper. I can let it go. And then I can see it. And then if it's something that's like a fear or a limiting belief, then I can be like, oh, I don't need to believe that. Like, that's okay. Like, I can just let that go. It's like, it takes a lot of the fear and emotion out of like a thought for me. So, um, or it could be something like a gratitude practice. And then you can see all the things that you're grateful for, or there's just so many ways that you can journal, but that's, I know, a practice that you also do too, right, Michelle? Yes. No, I love that. And I, I finally like have me peace that not everyone, I feel like most people benefit and are journalers, <laughs> but there's some people I encounter and they're like, I just don't write, like, that's not for me, <laughs> but I just love it so much because yeah. I find it so valuable. And that's what I would call a brain dump. And if you're really not someone who is a journaler, if you will voice note it out, like, mm-hmm. but just to get it out of your, like you said, Lucy, like getting it out of your head and either onto paper from pen and paper or um, onto voice note. Like my one sister, Nicole, is, says she like does, she's like, I don't need therapy. I just voice note myself, like, <laughs> which that's great too, because it kind of unravels some of the stuff. But yeah, I find mm-hmm. at least try journaling and brain dumping at least once if you haven't, but yeah. it is so helpful. And then sometimes you're journaling and you don't even think some, like one thing's bothering you. And then you start to journal and you're like, holy crap, like that's Mm -hmm. actually bothering me. So Mm -hmm. 
super valuable. Yeah. It's a great time. Like if you like, yeah. Like if you like ask yourself a question, I used to do this more. I haven't done this in a long time, but (laughs) this sounds like kind of like funny. I would either like, if I needed to like find clarity on something, I'd ask myself a question, either like switch hands because apparently when I did this, I could like, but it like, the point was that it felt new or whatever, or I'd like close my eyes and like try to write or something like that. And then like, see what came up. Cause I was like, that's like really like the subconscious coming out, not me being like, this is what I think I should be answering. It's like, no, this is like the real answer. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. That's a lit. No, I love that. Yeah, Yeah. I think journaling, I think, um, also, um, some Oracle decks and Oracle cards. I that a lot to connect, um, especially when I was really kind of getting clear, more clear, I guess, on my truth. Mm -hmm. Um, it's still a great maintenance tool and like just in general, um, but I feel like in the more beginning stages of a journey as well, um, the Oracle cards can kind of guide you, like assist you a little bit. And then there's some decks that have, um, very like probing and good questions that prompt you, um, you know, any kind of open-ended question, Lucy, I feel like is such a great way to help you connect. Um, because it's kind of like what, like one of the questions I like, is like, what do you, what in you is not being seen or something that you mm-hmm. like, if you're triggered from someone else, then asking your even, or in the moment, like if you feel a trigger or like an emotional charge and then having the practice to say, okay, I'm triggered. So there's probably something that's bothering me. And then asking yourself that open-ended, like what wants to be seen within me? Mm-hmm. And then taking that question to pen and paper or to voice note could be super valuable and help. Like that's something I do to help myself connect, you know, when I'm really bothered by a situation or, um, can't shake a f- emotion. So I don't know. There's, there's a ton. I know we could talk for forever. Talk forever. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. That's like really great. Um, and like the thing again, it's like, if you voice note it or you write it down, then you have like extra and like additional space to like look at that thought and like, ask yourself, how do I feel about that? Do I really identify with this? So like, that's like the reason that we're talking about, you know, taking the time and effort to voice note or to put the oh, like, yeah. on paper. I just want to like emphasize that, like hold down the emphasize exclamation button because a lot, a lot of people, especially in this fast paced society will be like, Oh no, I know I could hear my mom. Right? I don't need to do that. You know, like I know what I, what I, how I feel. It's something about taking a moment to stop, pause, write it down. And you know what? Maybe at the end of the day, it is the exact same, but I can almost guarantee you when you pause and write, take the time to write something down, you're going to learn at least one thing, or you're going to gain just a little bit more clarity or expansion on something that you thought you already knew about how you feel or yourself in that moment, because it's just like the pen to paper. I I don't know. There's just something about that or even like the talking it out versus, you know, holding it in and saying like, no, I know how I feel. Oops. Um, so yes, I just wanted to like yeah. emphasize that. I love that. It's so true. And I think that's like, again, I'm like, we could, we can't talk about it enough. <laughs> and one thing also that I would like to like add to is like affirmations. That's like one way that I, but usually the way that I craft affirmations is I think they need to be personalized and all this stuff. But like the way I craft it is I write down what is like feels painful or what feels like a limiting belief or whatever. And then I write down the exact opposite. So it's kind of hard to just like sit there and be like, all right, this is an affirmation. Like if I'm saying like, um, I'm trying to think of one 
I'm getting back into the practice, but like, instead of thinking like, Oh, like my body is not enough. For instance, that was like one that really used to like, really used to get to me. Then I could like, look at that thought and be like, Oh, I'm feeling like my body's not enough. Wow. What is that like? How does that affect me? Et cetera. But then I can be like, all right, what's the opposite of it? Or like, what would it feel like to say, like, I love accepting my body. I'm learning to love it, to accept my body. Or like, I, my body is enough. I love knowing, you know, like, it's just, it's a nice way to just like flip the script, but again, have it from like, you're just, it's like one, like extra level of distance that helps you. Like, I don't know. I don't even know, like analyze it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Cause I say, do the same thing and I share the same thing with my clients. It's like, it, um, customizes it and individualizes it even mm-hmm. more. So the affirmation is potent, more potent than, you know, I might say something at, in the morning, like, my truth is beautiful, you know, because I've, like you said, did that process. And then you realize like, oh, there's so much shame and doubt around my truth where now my truth is beautiful. That affirmation is a lot more charged for me than like, you might see that and be like, okay, like that's Mm -hmm. fine. Or like vice versa. Like I might say your body affirmation, but like, it's great. Like it's good for the soul and the mind to, to say these um, affirm like positive affirmation affirmations. But when you do what you just said, it definitely gives it more of a kick. So yeah. I know it's more of a potent effect. So getting clear on what like you're stressed about or dowdy about or whatever, and then asking yourself, what's the empowered version or like the opposite of that limiting belief. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually hits a little mm-hmm. bit deeper and I find will be more effective, I guess. Yeah. I agree. It's like, you can say it like there are like great, like affirmations you can go and find like, yeah, like it is good. But like, it is, like you said, it's just like more like pecks more of a punch when it's more like personalized to what you are experiencing right now. And like where you feel like you want to grow and like, um, like in your mindset and how you see yourself, et cetera. So totally. And I'm like, I feel like one last thing. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's so many things to talk about, <laughs> but I feel like creating an environment of connection. So like, whether it means like or like putting yourself in an environment for connection. So like for me, like sometimes it's like going out in nature. Like I just, there's something about it that feels like, you know, the world is large and I'm just like one part of it. And I feel like I can connect into myself or like having like a nice, like clean room or something like that. Like whatever environment helps you feel connected, I think is also important to mention. Yeah. I love that. Like people don't always think of that. And I think that is very helpful to mention. Yeah like it it helps the environment you're in. It can just, especially when you're maybe like new to it, it's just kind of, you know, get that. I mean, even if you're not new to it, I think that's helpful. Um, but getting in the right environment could totally help. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you want to mention in our, in our little mini episode? I mean, there's so much I can mention, but I feel like if we were just firing things off, I think, I think we covered a lot of good ones. I hope you guys maybe pause and rewind and jot some things down um, when you're not driving <laughs> or doing something and <laughs> yeah. kind of see, take a look at some of these tools and please write in, let us know how you connect with yourself. Um, is this a foreign concept? Is this not a foreign concept? Like, what helps you connect and expand us and expand the other listeners by sharing that with us. Yes, please do. We would love to know what you love and like what works for you or what feels like uncomfortable for you or whatnot. So 
that's what we got for yes. you. Well, I Yay. love all, I love talking about all these things. I hope that they were, you know, that they land again, please give us your feedback. We would love to hear. And, um, thank you for listening to the Michelle and Lucy show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.